This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. You're back with 101.9 Chai FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome to the show. And as I said before the break, we have in studio Eden Ben Chitrich. She is uh, out here for the Wheatso uh, Rebecca Seif Awards, which awards people who do 40 years, 50 years uh, of service to the organization, which I think is remarkable uh, enough. But uh, we have this remarkable person in the studio. Eden, welcome to South Africa. Thanks so much for being with us on the show. Thank you very much. So uh, you, you're out here for uh, a specific purpose. You've come here for these awards, specifically for uh, the Wheatso uh, Neve House program. Perhaps you can start by telling us what that's all about uh, and, and how you're connected to it. Okay. So um, as a child, uh, I, I grew up, um, um, I was taken by the welfare, um, me and my big brother, and um we we were able to live at home, so um, they were for taking us. Um, um, the first place that we were is the boarding school in Jerusalem, and then we um, we we were taken to an, another place that's called Navevito. Navevito is um, is um, a place um, that divided for four houses. In each house, you have eight children that come from all the background you just can imagine. Um, Alcoholics, parents, drugs, uh, abusing, um, economical problem, and something like this. And the thing uh, about Nevevito, it's like a place that um, make you feel like home. The place it's divided for four houses. I've been with um, more uh, six children. I've been with my brother and six children more. We have, we had their um, house parents, and like uh, the thing is like the it's. Um, Neve Vitra provide all the children a private lesson in psychologists and a social worker and you know to to make to make us to feel like to feel like home you know um, and of course we've been through so much so we need like a therapy thing um to well i mean i think it's a a fascinating thing i mean first of all it doesn't sound like a very big no uh, it's not like a hundred kids or whatever it's quite small and, and intimate 32. which is really 30 and and so you become i'm sure very close to those people as well as part of this this network because these are other people that you're living with of course i think they are like uh, my brother and my sister of course we all of us uh, have a good connections we have like a group on whatsapp and we speak and you know we have just a update like each life uh, everybody what they do they're doing and yes um, because it's also not something that we necessarily hear so much about in the news with regards to Israel. You know, often we hear about the political issues or the economic issues or whatever is going on, but we don't always think about the social welfare issues. So you've actually sort of had to experience the um, sort of the, the the part of the society where people need help and need uh, extra support in terms, and that which is why. Um, you know, I imagine that you were part of the program in the first place. Is it very difficult to deal with authorities and 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 get into the program? Um, uh, they, you talk about like Navevito or the, what do you well, mean? I'm interested in the general Israeli welfare system. Uh, you know, yeah. I, first of all, um, the welfare in Israel, it's really they are really awareness uh, mm-hmm. for the socially the social um, situation at home, um, and um, I think. When they know that something wrong, you know, sometimes they give a few chance for the 
family, for the parents to try and to, you know, just not to take the children um, from home because it's like the worst case that probably they need to take us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the welfare are involved and there is a lot of awareness uh, about the situation. You know, the teacher really can see from like how is the child and if he's abusing just to even just to look at him you know he's in bad and the his body and and the how he reacts um and behave in some situation around him and so it, there is a lot of uh, yeah big um awareness in Israel uh, for the um wealth of the child I okay yeah. and so when you eventually arrived through the system. How long did it take you to er- eventually arrive at, at Witsa? Um So first of all, um, when I, my brother and I were taken, um, we were, f- I was five and my brother was um, six. Uh, in the beginning, we were taken to adopting family for because it was uh, like emergency case uh, with my family. And then we were taken to a boarding school in Jerusalem. And it was like a temporary place. And then we, um, my, um, the, 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 my mom asked from the welfare to give her another chance. So we take, uh, of, um, we were taken again, mom's house. And then it was the same situation. And then they took us back to, um, Jerusalem, the board, boarding, uh, Jerusalem boarding. And then when they understand that we're not able to, to come back home, so they're looking for us like uh, a place, a permanent, a permanent place. Mm-hmm. And usually in a Vevito, it's a place, it's like a home. It's not like, um, a boarding school, you know, because we have a lot of boarding school in Israel that, uh, consists like 300 children uh, or 200 or 100. It's just like home, you know, it's really normal home. And, um, because I had my brother, uh, so they wanted we were going to be together, you know, and not like, um, split. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was a perfect, uh, place, um, to, that, um, I don't gonna split for my brother. Now, what was it like when you finally arrived? Uh, you know, you said that it's a, a sort of, uh, a home-like feeling. Was it a sense of relief? Did you, were you nervous about finally arriving in a place like this? Um, I always uh, tell about my first day and uh, that, um, I was so nervous and I was, you know, I, I remember that I just came with my mom. Uh, I was so, um, I was like, I was a little bit, I was so excited and nervous. And I remember that I hide behind my mom and look at the children and all the parents, you know, like they're waiting for us because usually always when they, they get a new child. So everybody waiting for us and accept us, you know, uh, with a hug, uh, and warm word, words. Um, so it, the, the beginning was really, really hard for me. I remember that the first night that, um, I got to Novevito house, uh, I understand that probably I'm not gonna, I'm not, um, come back home anymore. And I think for me as a child, it was so hard to understand it because I always had a hope to come back home, you know, uh, but suddenly they say, okay, you're going to be here. Uh, so, um, um, so in the beginning it was really hard for me and, uh, but, uh, I think, you know, during the time, uh, we have so, so many, um, good people there, you know, that support you, the house parents and the social worker, and you have really like, um, uh, so supporting, um, a good network. Yeah, yes. 
We're speaking today to Ellen Ben Shitrit. She is all the way from Israel talking to us today about the Novavitsa home. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. We are in studio this morning with Eden Ben Shitritz. She is from uh, Witso Neve House in Jerusalem, and she's chatting us today about uh, uh, about what um, uh, you know about what she's doing here in South Africa. And if you want to ask her any questions, you can telegram us oh six one eight nine five. 1019 or SMS us 34519. So, Eden, tell us a little bit more. You, you got into the house and you were there. And then uh, how long did you actually stay in the house? So, um, just I got, sorry, I got arrived there when I was um, like uh, seven years old and uh, and um, until 18 years old. Uh, usually the children um, stay until the 18 uh, years old. And then, you know, we go to the army after it. Um, so you were there for for ten years. Eleven. Eleven years. Yes. Okay. So it was it's quite a long time and basically a, a crucial part of of what you had growing up. Yes. And when you decided to go to the army, uh, was that then a, a big part of your process? How did you decide what unit you wanted to apply for? Because it's very big and important in the Israeli army. Yes. So uh, first of all, um, um, I, I I've I. I remember that when when I graduated in Avevitso, um I I just told myself um that uh, um I want to give to give something back because this is my life um and um I I told myself uh, I want to do the best job I just can have in the army uh and of course I told myself um there is n- there is no question if I go or not of course, I, I want to go and to do the, the meaningful service in the army. Uh, I was a social worker in the army. It's called the Mashakitash. It's a really um, a, f- a fancy job that all the girls want. Uh, um, and uh, for me to be like a, as a, so, um, a social worker, you know, I, I recognize as a lone soldier. And yeah, um, I, w- I was going to ask about that. So, yes. so are, do they consider you a lone soldier uh, be- because you come from from a project like this? So uh, usually, the children that um, were taken from home and not live with their parents and live in the boarding school, they automatically um, recognize as a lone soldier. Soldiers, okay. but there is some. Uh, cases that the children come back home, mm. so their army not gonna rec- recognize them as the lone soldiers. Um, for example, we didn't have a place to to come back, you know, when we are uh, come back from the army. Um, so we we must be um, recognized as a lone soldier. And your work as a social worker in the army, what kind of uh, aspects did you focus on? A, a lot of. Um, Economic problems mm-hmm. with the soldiers. We have a lot of um, uh, economic problems, and uh, we had uh, um, a lot of a lot of uh, alone soldiers. Um, uh, usually, you have two type of alone soldier in the army. You have the the soldiers that came from you know abroad, like uh, from all the country out from Israel, and you have the alone soldier that uh, not able to live with the parents and. Um, and they're not able to come back home. So we call them like and recognize them as a lone soldier. And for a lone soldier, they have so much, um, uh, you know, like we are take care 
taking care of the lone soldier in uh, specific ways. You mm. know, you, you, we have like more of, uh, helping with them with the food, like uh, some cards uh, in in the month that you have money to buy food, and you have a lot of uh, you have four uh, options um, that um, you, where where you can live. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So. So now you 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 uh, you're, you're finished with the army, um, and you're interested in in veterinary science. Understand? You want you're, yes. you're studying. So w- where are you going with that journey? So I will start. Um, I found my biggest love, um, my greatest love, uh, when I was in in the boarding school in Jerusalem. Uh, it was the petting zoo. Okay. Um, every day I went to the petting zoo and. Uh, as a child that um have been through so much, I felt like the animals um cure me. Like um I felt like it's a safe place and they cure me and like I can uh, pr- um trust them uh and I understand that um this is like uh my biggest um uh, love. And when I was uh, like 15 years old, uh I I I had so much problems uh, at school. I had a difficult time at school. I wasn't a good student, but a, a lot but um with a lot of help uh, from so many um good people and uh, I had a lot of private lessons and my tutor English Karen that she she were like with me mm-hmm. was me like um, for a two years three years and so i i i become a good student and uh, i interested in science and then i understand an idea came to me and uh, i understand that i want to be uh, a vet uh, because i i really interest in science and uh, my biggest love uh, is animals and it it's become to became to be the reason to wake up every morning for me uh, and it's still. Um, so now you are here in South Africa. Uh, you're going to be telling your story and interacting with the community. Uh, where is that happening, uh, and how can people uh, hear about it? Uh, so um, my touring started um, last week, mm-hmm. uh, Friday. Uh, I've been already in Cape Town, uh, Port Elizabeth, Durban, and right now Johannesburg, and yesterday in Pretoria. Um, um, but it's. It's already f- today. It's like the um, the, the last the one. Final day. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you so uh, if if you want to uh, catch it, it's actually uh, very soon. I see. Um, uh, so you, you're going to go straight from from here and yes, and, and exactly. You're doing the awards uh, from there. Okay, so uh, it 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 is already uh, happening, which is which is great. Um, so this is your first time in South Africa. Yes. And, and you've enjoyed what you've seen? You've, you've seen the animals, you've seen? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful people, and I, I, I saw a lot of animals. They know that I love animals so much, so they, uh, make, uh, organize to, that I'm gonna see so many animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, that is Eden Ben Shitrid. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the Neve Witso, uh, is one of the projects that, uh, Witso South Africa supports. Uh, and uh, that our community is actually a part of uh, helping uh, children at risk in in South Africa. Now, uh, I'm not sure if you can still actually see anything today, or maybe if you're at the last minute. But if you do want to contact them to find out more about the work that you do, um, the the contact details that they have here, you can chat to Lauren on 011 
2515 or Witso Joburg or JHB rather at beacha.co.za. So that's Lauren 0116452515. That's if you want to find out more about the work that Witso does uh, internationally and the kind of people like Eden that they are helping. Eden, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you very much. Um, enjoy the rest of your small time uh, in, in South Africa and good luck with all the work that you're doing still in Israel. Thank you very much.